0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and AM member FDSE. Team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh.
1: Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 22 to 8 on SCNSA Breakfast, 22 degrees today. Bix, before on the mark, a brief on this day in sport for you. Yes, but so They're celebrating in America, so there's a bit of a crossover because in America it's today, which means it was yesterday, but on this day in 2001, a 38-year-old Michael Jordan came out of retirement and officially signed with the Washington Wizards.
0: The Washington Wizards. How did he go?
1: 38 years of age. He went on to average 21.2 points per game in two seasons with the Wizards. It's not bad. It's pretty incredible for a 38-year-old.
0: Well, he's a fair player.
1: Yeah, but how
0: old's How old's LeBron at the minute? Same age. It's mm. interesting, isn't it? Yeah comparisons will continue to happen, won't they? What's LeBron averaging at the minute? LeBron
1: had a good season last season. I don't want to get into that conversation where we, because we'll just argue again. I think we've argued a little bit no, today. No, so. I,
0: don't, I don't know anything about basketball. So oh, really? I wouldn't be much of an...
1: What What makes you think that? Is that because you all the Denver Nuggets are Denver Broncos? A Look at the dogs
0: on the mark. Spaghetti like on the mark. Wobbly man stuff on the mark. Every good side has a good captain. Mark Bickley. I was just happy I didn't call him James Lebron. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to
1: tell that story? one day? Uh,
0: well, no. Well, I'll, I'll just I'll throw I'll throw Neil Craig into this um, that that little uh, story there. He he was having a go at some of the uh, some of our players and to just to bait them a little bit. He said it was something to do with the um, opposition we were playing, and he said, you guys, I reckon you'd know more about James LeBron than you would around, <laughs> around the whatever Collingwood team we're playing this week. He, he obviously knew it was LeBron James, but he just thought he'd get a rise out of the playoffs.
1: Did anyone laugh?
0: Oh, they cack themselves. Yeah,
1: good. Okay. <laughs> um, on the mark, how does this work?
0: Well, you make a statement, and then I say whether it's on the mark or off the mark.
1: Okay, here we go. We will never see a forward win the Brownlow ever again.
0: That is on the mark. The only caveat I will put in that, unless something happens and someone kicks over 100 goals, you'd have, you'd have to kick you know, eights and nines and tens, probably seven or eight times to be able to get the three votes. We saw Taylor Walker uh, get the three votes in the, the game he kicked 10 and the game he kicked nine. Charlie Kerno, I reckon, got maximum votes in the two games he played against West Coast. But I don't think... We're going to see it anytime soon. And if it does happen, it'll be one out of the absolute sort of uh, out of the bag.
1: Interesting to see, speaking of West Coast, Dom Sheed get three votes last night in a match where they lost by 10 goals to oh, Collingwood.
0: Unbelievable that was.
1: Australian rugby is in a crisis. Well,
0: that's on the mark. I, I reckon right now it's it's almost a existential crisis for the Wallabies. They, they are sort of... Drifting into irrelevance. I can remember the, the good old days when the World Cup was on and, you know, even if you didn't follow it, you knew half a dozen players in, in the World Cup team. I don't think I could name one player in the Wallabies right now and, like you said, their their performance, they have been knocked out of the World Cup. Would well, they lose a heap of games in a row?
1: And if Eddie Jones is taking interviews, if reports are believed with, with other nations to be their coach
0: japan on a zoom call I'm yeah. not sure why they would be wanting to poach him at the he's they ready. love
1: him over there though because he's been there before they they love him but you probably mm. do that after the world cup yep. concluded uh nathan bassett won't be the only change at port adelaide
0: um i, I wish i had any sort of certainty on this I'm, I'm not sure probably i'm gonna say it's on the mark i think they'll probably look at every position. I was surprised. I just had a little bit of a look at when Nathan Bassett started at the port Adelaide footy club. He started in 2016. So it's been the eight seasons now, which is a long time at one club mm. for, um, for an assistant coach. So yeah, I'm not, not sure, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if, they, if they're going to revamp the place a little bit, if they're going to keep Ken Hinckley on, and he's been there for a substantial period of time, uh, maybe changing some of the assistant coaches around or, or peripheral players like a, uh, you know, the development coaches, I think that's probably healthy. Keep sort of reinventing uh, that, that sort of coaching team.
1: Chris sent in a text saying, all the best for Bass. Uh, he's a great coach. Hope he finds something in the AFL system. So thanks Inker. for that, Chris. Scrap the Brownlow, the coaches' Award is the most prestigious individual award in the AFL.
0: Um, I'm going to say that's off the mark. I don't think it's the most prestigious because I think every year, the coverage that the Brownlow gets, the the... Um, the tradition and the the notoriety of the Brownlow medalist is so much more than the coaches' Award. I couldn't tell you who won the Coach's Award last year. Maybe Andrew Brayshaw, maybe. Um, and the year before that, not sure, but I could probably reel off all the Brownlow medalists over the last you know, two decades. So that just shows that we, we do take credence of it. Every year we have the same debate. Can the umpires do it? Should they do it? Do they get it right? But by and large, not too many crap players win the Brownlow. <laughs> that's,
1: that's great insight. Um, Sample Grand Final crowd shows that the big one should still be at Adelaide Oval.
0: Uh, that is uh, on the mark. No doubt about that at all. It was a great spectacle. I know the the weather helped. It was a perfect day. The Oval was turned out beautifully. I'm sure the, uh, the players will say it was pretty hot and um, it was difficult conditions, but it was just a, a great game and really well supported by two of the really um, – Two of the clubs that have really strong followings.
1: Okay, a couple more quick ones for you. If it wasn't grand final week, we would be speaking more about Nick Dacos's tackle.
0: Mm, off the mark. The, the extenuating circumstances. Scott Penelbury had hold of uh, Brett Daniels' arm and Dacos didn't know that. Um, I, don't, I don't think he really drove his head into the ground. I just I just don't should... like the
1: commentary around that With with the umpiring, right? So the the umpires whistles went missing a fair bit. When the commentary around it is, oh, you don't miss a grand final for that. No, the umpires are better in finals time. Why can't they just be better throughout the whole season? And why, without the match review panel, why can't we just go, you don't miss a game for that as opposed to a grand final? It should be Mm. consistent from round one to the grand final.
0: exactly. And the other thing was I found interesting was around the, the, the commentary around whether Brett Daniels should have had a scat test or not. You know, I know from what I'm sort of – I could read between the lines, Adam Kingsley wasn't happy that his player was off the ground for the last five yeah. minutes uh, because the club doctor said, we need to check this out. Like, honestly believe that we've actually got a, as best we can, and I don't, I don't even imagine what it must be like, head coach, close game, prelim final, first year. But surely we we are in this day and age saying the – the brain of the player is the most important thing. And if there's some doubt, we have to check it out.
1: Uh, two more. Billy Frampton, AFL grand final player. It's going to happen.
0: Off the mark. I don't think there's that certainty. He's cert- he's he's a chance, but there's also a chance they might just go a little bit smaller and play a smaller forward line. There's other players that they can move around. So he's no certainty, but he what he is, he's a chance of playing and, Collingwood will probably start favourites. He could be an AFL Premiership player after almost well being delisted pretty much by Adelaide or, or sort of being surplus to needs.
1: You know what was funny? Um, the NHL arranged Mason Cox to do the puck drop on Sunday at Rod Laver Arena. Mm. The boo that went throughout the crowd was hilarious. <laughs> oh, really? Like more booze than not because you've obviously got a lot of people that don't like Collingwood there. So well,
0: I thought he's, he's pretty universally liked though, isn't he? Mason Cox, but look, I'm Collingwood
1: a... fans chatting USA, the MCG on Friday night. Anyway, we've got to move on. This okay, is the last sorry, one. Sorry. No, that was my fault. Um, Mark Bickley loves grand final week as it's good for the memory. It's good for the ego and great for the pocket with all the corporate gigs. He gets, <laughs>
0: uh, that, that is off the mark. I'm not sure I'm doing anything this grand final week in terms of corporately, but I'm certainly going over to the game. I'm very privileged being an AFL Life member. You get two tickets to the grand Well, you've won week.
1: two grand finals on, but that, on but, the biggest day. But
0: forget day. that. Lots of players have won two grand finals but don't get any tickets. You were the captain. It doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't. It's more – It's it's. I get the tickets for a, a different reason. That was because you end up playing over 300 games. That's the – that's the mark of automatic life membership legend status no automatic life membership if you okay. hang around long enough and so like it is a privileged position and i would be lying if i didn't if i said that When the siren blows and the euphoria kicks in that you don't think back and say, wow, how privileged was I to be able to experience what those guys are experiencing My uncle's
1: friend raised your name on Friday night. We're having a few beers after the game and said, Mark Bickley, I love him. And I'm thinking, okay, why? And, you know, you think straight away, uh, maybe he listens to SENSA, (laughs) loved you as the premiership skipper for the Crows. And he said, no, no, he was sometimes funny on the Sunday footy show. Some, word for word. That's sometimes what. Sometimes right? it's not bad for five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's thirteen eight. Sam Inman joins us next.